the commands of the apostles. 86. Do not be covetous, greedy, or a lover of money. If we are brutally honest with ourselves, our responses to the commands reveal the state of our spiritual condition. A probing test is a dead giveaway when stagnation is settled in like an invisible fog. It is the, oh, but that doesn't apply to me test. Check how often that reaction is the first thing that pops into your head when you turn the page and read a new command. If you are anything like me, taking your pulse with this test will yield some occasionally unpleasant revelations. There are two kinds of commands that prompt almost instant excuse-making. The do and be commands of character, and the do not commands. The first we excuse by saying that the standard is unrealistic that no one could possibly measure up. Be pure, be righteous, be humble, be perfect. Who can possibly be that virtuous? So we excuse ourselves because the demand is too high. The second, the do not commands, we excuse for just the opposite reason, because they point to such low failings of character and behavior they could not possibly apply to me. But when I am seeing with the mind of Christ and looking at myself with God glasses, I perceive that all the commands apply to me. Excuses and justifications expose stagnation like a spiritual thermometer. C.S. Lewis nails this universal tendency toward excuse-making as it applies to his exposition of the law of human nature. There may be all sorts of excuses for us. I am just the same. That is to say, I do not succeed in keeping the law of nature very well, and the moment anyone tells me I am not keeping it, there starts up in my mind a string of excuses as long as your arm. C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity the law of human nature. So here we face a truly unpleasant and ugly command. What, me? Are you telling me that I am greedy? A mammon worshiper? A lover of money? Surely this, of all the commands, surely this one can't possibly apply to me. You don't really mean me. That is the one thing we must not say. The commands of the Lord and the commands of the apostles, including this one, are meant for me and no one else. Obedience is commanded of me, and only me. In the light of that reality, all excuses and justifications evaporate. Every command presents us with life's moment of truth. Every one is stark, uncompromising, definite, unyielding. There is no place to hide. We have been undressed. We stand naked before the commands. Suddenly there is no everybody else, only me, and the word spoken, the word exampled, the word commanded. Therefore, let us admit 
each in our own way, that this command is meant for us. We are greedy. We want more than we have. If I were presented two piles of bills on a table and told that I may have either, no strings attached, as a gift from an anonymous benefactor, one a stack of a hundred one-dollar bills and the other an equal stack thousand-dollar bills, remember, not a single string attached, which stack would I take? Would I have the courage, peace of mind, and complete contentment with what I have to walk away and take neither? What would my choice indicate about my level of financial contentment? Where does my choice leave me alongside this command? Naked in front of the mirror. A bishop must be above reproach, no lover of money. Deacons likewise must be serious, not greedy for gain. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 2 through 3 and 8. Those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, for the love of money is the root of all evils. As for the rich in this world, charge them not to set their hopes on uncertain riches. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 9 and 10 and 12. Keep your life free from love of money, and be content with what you have. Hebrews 13.5 From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.